In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I beg your pardon for my sins. The grace to spend this time of prayer fruitfully my Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The history of man, your history, your life, is defined and is determined by a beginning and an end. Man can be understood if you examine his origin and his end. His end is the purpose of his life. Of his life. The life of man is a pilgrimage towards happiness, towards a better life. St. Paul says that the life of man is a race. Well, it's not actually a material race, but it, this uh, metaphor helps us to, to, to understand, to begin to understand what the life of a person is, your life. You see, in a race, you have a beginning you keep on running all the time within a certain circuit, perfectly signalized. That's very clear what you have to run. There is a crossing, well, there is barricades, there are warnings, so that the runners, they know exactly where they should go. If anyone goes off the racetrack, well, this is disqualified, right? Because you cannot run in the middle of the field, right? And there is an end. After the end, there is the reward. So, in many ways, that's the description of your life. It's a pilgrimage. But this meaning can be understood only under the light of faith. So try to understand it, because I know you are a man of faith. You want to be close to God. You want to make meaning, to put meaning in your life. The Church tells us, our faith tells us, that you have been created by God, who is your Father, and He wants to give you a destiny, a final destiny, which is happiness, far beyond what you imagine. All the happiness that you experience here, these joys, I'm sure you are in your life, well, it's just a faint 
flickering of what is waiting for you, of what you deserve. This is just a courtesy tasting. Mm? When they give you a little bit of this and then you buy. Or you order a wine in a, in a, in a, in a luxury restaurant, you know, and they pour a little bit in the glass and you taste it and you say, okay, eh? with the Shiraz or the Merlot, okay, and then give you the bottle, right? Well, the little happiness that we experience here is even less than that, infinitely less, because what expects to us in heaven is infinitely greater and forever without end. It's not a bottle. It's an ocean of happiness. You will never get satisfied, exhausted. This is life. But first, we have to run. You have been born, I'm sure, right? I know you are running. But are you running as you should? Or do you sit down there on the road to drink a Coke from time to time? Means you take time in your struggle. The true meaning of life also can be understood and be completed, uh, that understanding, after understanding the meaning of life, you have to, to understand what a human being is, what you are. You see, you have been born with the necessity of completing yourself, of accomplishing yourself. It's clear that right now, well, yes, you are the same person that when you were in primary school, right? In, in, in grade two, but same person, uh, not become somebody else. But isn't it true that now you find yourself with an enormous amount of knowledge, strength, relationship, know-how, your eyes are open, right? Well, it means that you have partially accomplished yourself. Well, multiply this by five, by ten, and this is the kind of person you should be, the kind of person God expects you to be, accomplished. That accomplishment is not, attention to this, unidirectional, okay? Meaning, you cannot accomplish yourself in knowledge, and then you become a a, 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 a sage, no? so like Einstein. Okay, you become the Einstein of IT. But do you know about art? Nothing. Do you practice sport? Never. Do you have friends? Zero. You see, that person will be yes, Einstein in IT knowledge. He knows more than anybody else. But in the rest, he's flat zero. Okay, well, that person has not accomplished himself. We are talking of a total, hmm, integral human development. God expects you to accomplish yourself 
Well, first, in your relation to God, that you keep a live relationship with your Father God, that you pray, that you go to the sacrament. Then, that you keep a healthy relationship with your family, that you love your family, that they understand you, that you understand them. Yeah, with ups and downs, we all know. But in general, that you are in, in, in good terms with the family, you love them, you are integrated, okay? And then add to it with your friend, relation with your friends. Then your love life that you are developed there. Then your professional, wherever you are, of course. If you are an architect, it's logical that you don't know a lot about law. Yeah, but at least you have to know a minimum, right? professional development. Then, in relationship with the others, that you are a man, no? that you are polite to the others, that you know how to greet a lady, that you know how to, to, to congratulate uh, or, 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 or to greet a happy birthday to, to a friend, that you are, well, a minimum of sports, no? that you are not just there sitting down all the time, huh? and so on and so forth. That's called integral human development, uh, that you should. In other words, there is a gap between the person you are right now, you who are listening to me, the person you are, everything you are. I don't say everything you possess, that's irrelevant. I'm saying everything you are yourself. A gap between that and the man that you should be before you end your life in this world. This is your task in life. To bridge that gap. That you apply yourself to accomplish yourself in all these aspects. Of course, the most important is in your love of God. In your relationship to God. That should be the aspect that encompasses all the other aspects. If you play sport but you forget about God, you are a miserable person. If you are, as I was saying, Einstein, and then you don't know how to deal with the person or how to talk at minimum, you understand. Now, that gap we were talking. Now, next question is, and how do I bridge the gap? How, how, how I accomplish myself? The answer is, with your own decision, with your own choices. My friend, you are continuously make, making choices. A while ago, you chose to listen to this meditation. You see, you made a good choice, I hope. Later on, you choose to do this, to do throughout the day, even if you don't realize you are making choices. These choices are good for you and lead you to happiness, or bad for you. You take a decision which is bad for you and does not lead you to happiness. On the contrary, jeopardize your future happiness. They have all sorts of decisions. So the idea is to keep on choosing choices that lead you to your 
accomplishment that lead you to your happiness. I'm not talking about my happiness. I have my own struggle. It's you. You. You must be happy. This is the only important thing in your life. Not just now, but eventually and forever. You are there, my friend. This is the meaning of your life. The time is running. Like a timer. <laughs> you cannot stop it. For how long? I don't know. You don't know. Only God knows. But what is clear is that it's not going to be forever. So this time is the time you have to accomplish yourself. Only you can do it. No one can help you. You cannot outsource it to anybody. It's you. You. You are building yourself. And you build yourself with your choices. Ask yourself, how are my choices? Do I choose always what develops me? What accomplishes me? Do I choose what leads me to the infinite happiness in heaven with God? Or do I at time, I'm so clumsy, do I at time choose things that put me in danger and diminish the quality of my accomplishment? This is what you and I had to be continuously examining ourselves. That's called examination of conscience. Don't worry. You have to begin again, constantly. It's a race. I understand, and God understands. You had not finished the race. If you had finished the race, you will not be there, but in Loyola Memorial Park. <laughs> okay, dead. You understand. Okay. You are not complete because you are alive. That's a point. Now, will that time last forever? Will I have time to begin again as often as I wish, always? Ask yourself. I put you an example. Imagine that you are called to a television studio to run a program a contest and you are going to be one of the contestants okay it's very easy you have to go out there in the stage for one minute that is 60 seconds easy for 60 seconds the test lasts you go to the stage and behind you you see a big dial clock there ticking the seconds there so everybody sees it in front of you you see the people friends relatives perhaps onlookers in the stage itself well it is all empty if uh, except for two big boxes one in one side at the end, and the other one on the other side, transparent boxes or plexiglass, they look like, with a difference. The one on your right is completely full of gold coins. 
a trove, a real treasure, full, newly minted gold coins, sovereigns, centenarios, Krugeran, all sort of gold coins. The one on your left is similar, but completely empty. The bell rings. Bang! And you have 60 seconds to transfer gold coins from the first box to the second using your bare hands. You cannot use a pala. You cannot use a carreton. You have to use your bare hands. What do you do? Obviously, you run to the first box, get a bunch of gold coins, never mind if one falls to the ground, never mind, don't stop to uh, gather it because it's 60 seconds only. You run to the second and throw, throw all, all the coins you were carrying there. Don't stop to put them neatly, stacking them one on top of the other. No, never mind, later on. Because at the end, whatever, at the 60 second, whatever you have transferred there would be for you. You can go home with these coins. After throwing them there, you run to the first box to make another trip, and then another, and then another. 60 seconds. Bang! End. And then you get all the gold coins that you have transferred. Perfect. But imagine someone who goes out there to the stage, the bell rings, and instead of running to the box with the coins, he starts combing his hair with the comb, greeting his friend, hey, 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 adjusting his necktie. Obviously, he's wasting his time. Somebody will shout at you, hey, you dude, huh? concentrate on what you have to do and forget about your hair and about your necktie, right? That's it. Well, this is your life, my friend. Without asking, you were born. So you went to the stage without you asking for it. It's God who brought you there. The test is in front of you. 60 seconds is 60 years. Don't think that is a big difference. I'm telling you, I'm 78 right now, and it looks like yesterday. Oh, hey, don't laugh at me. 60 years. Where are you going to be after 60 years? Think of it. The first box is the amount of things pending for you, your accomplishment. This transferring gold coins is accomplishing yourself. In other words, growing in sanctity, becoming, listen, becoming the kind of person God wants you to be. Becoming the kind of person God expects you to be. 
That's why you have to ask yourself, what does God want from me? But that's another point. You have to transfer. How do you transfer? Doing what you are doing. Working, resting, playing sports, relating with your friends. Whatever you do, you don't have to be, you know, in the church the whole day. And No, 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 no. Well, yes, it's true if you're a monk, but you're not a monk. Your profession is not monk. Your profession is whatever you are. Okay? Architect or medical expert or whatever you are. Whatever you took, whatever is you. This is transferring the coins. The gold coins themselves, well... It's more than gold coin, my friend. It's the happiness we were talking about. Happiness forever. God himself. Without end. Now, conclusion. What are you doing with your life? Ask yourself honestly in this meditation. What am I doing with your life? Am I transferring gold coins? Am I growing in sanctity? Am I cultivating? Am I increasing my love of God? Am I giving myself to the others or I remain egoistic? What are you doing? Remember, time is not forever. Don't think, well, one of those days I will begin now. It's now, my friend, you have to begin. The difference between a good person and a bad person is that a good person says, I begin now. A bad person says, I will begin one of those days. You see? No, my friend, you have to begin now. Because you don't know when death will come. Death will be the second bell. Bound, finish. You cannot transfer more gold coins. So that's why you have to use your life, your time, to grow. To grow in what really matters. What is important is to Use your time to get closer and closer to Jesus and to Mary. That's why he says, I am the resurrection and life. Whoever believes in me, even in his death, he shall live. How can I die and live? Yes. If I use my time with him and for him, and to the others for him, then your death will be a step towards resurrection, a transit, a necessary moment to acquire the gold coins forever. Yeah, as a side comment, remember that you may accumulate many gold coins or few gold coins. Means not everybody will possess the same degree of happiness in heaven, although God will be our reward for all of us. Because God is not 
someone who has some happiness. No. God is happiness itself. So that's why we may say that our reward is God himself. It's to be swimming in happiness, to put it this way, inside God. It's to be uh, taken over by, by happiness that, that knows no end. And mind you, also this. Because you see, on this earth, if you have a lot of a good thing, eventually you get tired of it. In heaven, it will be new always. You will always be young. You will always be like beginning, never tired. Because God is always new. And is always infinite. That's why the scripture says, Blessed those who die in the Lord. My friend, God has given you some talents. Are you burying the talents? Meaning... Are you not making use of them? Are you sleeping and the ta your talents are not bearing fruit? And what are these talents? Well, you, your talents are the opportunities that you have. You know many things. Your professional skill, your talents is perhaps your capacity to love. You are someone who knows how to love. Well, what do you love? Isn't it true that sometimes we are so silly that we love or we try to love things that are unlovable? God has given your heart to you to love what you really deserve, what, what is worthy of you, what makes sense. So we ha our choices have to be directed precisely to love what is lovable. To love what, and to choose what, what is going to, to, to increase our accomplishment. Not what is going to destroy us forever. Remember, you have only one life, this life. That's why we have to make better use of it. Better use of our talents. It's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. And then at the end... Look back in your life and be able to tell the Lord, Lord, I have done what you ask of me. Now I abandon myself in you. Finally, one more consideration, my friend, is that what you do for the others will be accumulated to you. If you succeed with the help of God, naturally, that a friend of yours also decides to run the race in the right manner, whatever fruit he harvests also accumulate to you in your account. So it's a pyramid. Yes, it's true. Seriously. So if you help a person to improve, whatever improvement he experiences is repeated Onto you and, and, and accounted to you. That's why I'm preaching to you. So take it seriously. Huh? Because nothing is lost. God duplicates it. He gets five. Well, five also for him and five to you. Because you help him to get this five. It's worthwhile, my friend. 
to live our life full of joy. We must be happy, but less happy than in heaven, because in heaven is infinitely greater than this, something that we cannot even describe. It's worthwhile, my friend. Think of Our Lady. What did she do with her life? Well, she was all her life, her span of life, attentive to the Lord. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. You see, she was obeying God, doing the will of God. Lord, you want it, I also want it. And in the manner that you want, and as you want it. My friend, this should be the model for your life, to listen to Mary, to listen to the Holy Spirit. She was always listening to the Holy Spirit, obeying the will of God, beginning as often and necessary. Don't stop the race. Don't sit on the sidewalk. Don't go off the race. You go off the race when you commit a sin. That's why you are disqualified unable to continue the race. Come with us. Run with us. Us means all your brothers and sisters in the church. We are all running. All Christians are running towards Jesus, towards happiness. Accompanied by Jesus, accompanied by Mary. I thank you, my God, for the good solutions, affections and inspirations. You have communicated to me in this meditation. I beg your help in performing them. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.